what's going on, people? You know what it is. It's Pick Up Game Pod. Um, you know me. I don't even know what those signs mean. <laughs> You're moving like John Wall. <laughs> you know who I'm with. The most unguardable. Please get no me right. Get me Play a scorer to never play the game. Is that right? Yeah. Forget, forget, forget. That's right, no, bro. Why do you do that, bro? Why do you mess up my team? It's not right, bro. It's That's not right, right. Bro. It's not right. It's the most unguardable, below yeah. average player to ever grace the game, bro. I've never said anything about scoring. Once you know I'm unguardable, you already know what it is, you know? Ah, big Come on, man. Um, Come on, yeah. I can go to the rim with either my left or right hand. I've got a J. I've got a fadeaway. You know what I'm saying? All, 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 all like freeze, but solid freeze. I'm telling you. Across the board. Uh, but let's talk basketball, man. Yeah, let's let's talk that. So, this week, the All-Star starters were announced for the All-Star game. Yeah. That's taking place next month in Atlanta. Um, to no oh. surprise, a lot of the names... Well, the person who got the most votes overall was LeBron James. No surprise there. Um, and also mm-hmm. Kevin, Kevin Durant. So, as you know, if you don't know, the way it's done now is that... Um, the, 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 it's divided into the front court and the back court. So two players from front court, three players from the back. No, three from the front court, two from the back court. Um, and then mm-hmm. the, play, the, t- the players with the most votes from each conference then become captains. So we have Team LeBron versus Team KD. Um, and let's reel off the rest of the starters for that game. So in t- for Team LeBron, um, or the West, I should say. No, West. Yeah, the West. Yeah. The West, yeah. You have Luka Doncic, Stephen Curry, uh, LeBron James, like I already said, Nikolai, Jokic, Kawhi Leonard. And then from the East, the starters will be uh, Kawhi, uh, sorry, Kyrie Irving, Bradley Bill, Kevin Durant, who's the captain, like I said, Giannis Antetokounmpo, and Joel Embiid. So those 10 players will, will make up two starting five rosters. There'll be a pick. Like, it'll, it'll be like um, at the core, you just pick five players from each, the best five, in it? So, what do you think about those that selection for each side? Um, I think it's pretty fair. I think my only asterisk I have, yeah, is I don't know how. Like, I get how the thing is constructed, but Kyrie being a starter is baffling to me. Not that because. Even saying that though, I still can't think of a point guard in the East that's been better than him this season in yeah, I get the you. short time he's played. But I still feel like if you can just kind of say I'm missing seven games and still make it as an all-star, it's like, I think it's what I was going to say last time. I was like, I'm not trying to lose the fandom about the all-star thing. I get the idea that the fans really participate and their, their voice is really heard mm-hmm. in the voting. But I'm just trying to just kind of understand as to if you can miss seven games and then come back and still be an all-star, is there, are you taking away from the law? Because someone like Damian Lillard is busting his ass and he's, he's not a star. When really and truly this season, he should be a star, you know? His thing came um, the fan vote. Pardon me? Lillard wasn't selected because of the fan vote. So him and... Uh, yeah, which is what I'm saying. Which is what I'm yeah. saying. So obviously it's clear. It's clear to see that Kyrie has more fans than Damian Lillard, as it shows, because 
in that in the same breath, it's like, okay, cool, if it's down to the fan thing, but we should be a starter. But that's just my personal thing. But if we're just basing it on the East, even with his missed games, I don't really see an, a point guard that got robbed in the East. Yeah, let, I was going to say, I was going to say, just, just to give you a bit more info. So, um, the closest starter to him, Bradley Bull got the most votes um, and had the best score across the fan media and the player ranking. Then mm-hmm. Kyrie had the second. Mm-hmm. And after that, it was James Harden mm-hmm. and then Zach, Lave- Zach Levine and then Jalen Brown. So I get what you're saying. The only player you can really say probably mm. is James Harden, really. Or J- Jalen Brown was never going to win mm. um, a fan vote either over um, all those names. Yeah. So I get what you're saying because I agree. I agree to an extent that mm. the reasons why Kyrie didn't yeah. play were kind of it's, it's a it's a it's not really a um, injury reason, in it. So it's mental health issues, isn't it? Mental health issues. Yeah, yeah, it's not an injury reason. So he missed a lot of games. So it's kind of like I get what you're saying, but. There weren't really no competition more so than, no. let's say, for the guard position. So him being a starter is where it is, really. But um, when you look at the front court as well, everybody kind of got it who you'd expect. So Kevin Durant, Giannis, Ant- Giannis Joe Embiid. Um, the closest after them three was Jason Tatum and Jimmy Butler. So no complaints there, because I believe both of those uh, will make the reserves, what we'll talk about just after. On the mm. West, on the West, um, that's what it means. There's a bit more competitive because mm. you've got obviously, like you said, Lillard didn't start. Um, um, Donovan Mitchell, Utah Jazz are the best team right now. They haven't. They he he mm-hmm. didn't start. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So it's, it's like Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard's been good as well. That's what I'm saying. And also, um, mm. I think that's I think that's kind of right. Still, I'm not gonna lie. I, I personally have got no complaints with any of the the the, the five from each side. Mm. Usually, I'll say there's one player who got robbed. Mm. Like, I'm so happy Bradley Bill made it because it shows that for once, it's nothing to do with team performance. It's li- it's really an mm. all-star level performance. Is re- is the reason mm. why he's in it. But mm. there's so many players who could have been in this if we're literally just going off of performances this year like Devin Booker mm. um, Paul George to an extent is Zach Levine good. Zach Levine yeah. Rudy Gobert mm. again Utah Jazz you might yeah. not be scoring mm. like, do you understand yeah. the best teams um, obviously AD's injured secretly yeah. secretly Scary Terry secretly on a personal fave vibe like Scary Terry but he has made a lot of shots Gordon Haywood even as well has been all, has been played at all-star level mm-hmm. Do you understand? I'll give you that. Sabonis, you that. Yep. Sabonis from the Pacers, Brogdon from the Pacers, mm. um, Zion. Mm-hmm. He's been an All Star. Yeah, Middleton as well. Middleton's yeah. been playing well as well. Ingram as well. So this year, I think mm. we've had so many players who's really performed at All Star level. But like we know, with the 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 starters is the fans, the media, and the players. With the with the reserves mm. now, it's going to be picked by the coaches. So that's going to be a case mm. of more of like either you can say relationships or you can say more generalized on on the basis of ability. Mm. So I expect like, let's say if we go into the reserve conversation, mm. I expect on the east side of things, let's see, like I expect Julius Randle to get picked. Um, 
from the East. I expect uh, Tatum, Butler, uh, Ben Simmons, of course. Mm. Trey Young, definitely. And then I think... Yes. Yeah. Um, who else has performed? And like you said, Zach Levine, James Harden will definitely make that. So that that's more or less there. Yeah. Then I think on the West side, I think it's a bit more trickier because the West has got... Yeah, there's a lot more deeper. Yes. You, you probably put Damon Donovan. Damon Donovan. Like they're shooting, I would say. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Got, for the guards, you've got... Um, so you got Damien. I think Jamal Murray might sneak it this year slightly because he's like for his performances in playoffs, they might just put him because he played decent this season. He hasn't completely dropped off, but yeah, but he like I don't like it's 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 a it's a loose swing. It's a yeah, loose swing basically. He, he wasn't in any. He didn't make it in the top ten, so I, I'm not too sure whether. Oh, so yeah, he probably won't then. Yeah, yeah he, so probably like, won't, he probably won't. Just to give you an idea of the players, uh, some of the names, you've got Jam Moran, he missed a lot of games, but he um, he finished sixth in voting. Shade Gildress, Alexander, CJ's injured. I mm. think CJ would have made it mm. this year because CJ started the season really well, but mm. he got injured. Um, Melo, yeah, Melo's been yeah. really good. Like, not even to, not even just to throw that in there. They would never, if they didn't give, if they, yeah, but if they didn't give Luca, yeah. Uh, uh, All star in his rookie year, and Luke, Luke, Luca's rookie year was. I'm talking about. I'm talking, say, I'm talking about. Um, I'm talking about uh, Carmelo. Sorry. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. oh, 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 yeah. Okay, my bad, my bad, my yeah. bad, my fault. That's me. I should have known that. I should have known that. Melo, when you say Melo, it's um, I know. Melo. Melo's yeah, the name Melo now. Young Melo's the, he's yeah, the Melo yeah. now. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah, Rudy yeah. Gobert. I don't know if Utah will get two players. Um, Zion, I believe, will definitely be in it. I believe Ingram will be in it. Um, and I'm trying to think of another name. Um, anyone you said one? Booker already. Yeah, Booker will be in it. And then I don't know whether, like, don't... Chris Paul, maybe? Do you think? Yeah, I was just about to say Chris Paul. I was just about to say Chris Paul. Because, like, not to even be like that, but, like, Dwayne Wade, Melo, even Kobe. Um, RIP um, like even Shaq to an extent like you just kind of need to be who you are and you probably get a pick you, you probably is, get into the that's what I was um, so, so CP3 don't be surprised if he gets into the roster isn't it like it's, it's, it's yeah. CP3 basically. no it is uh, yeah like I was thinking about that as well it's like when you've got to like let's say four or five picks four or five times yeah they just kind of like mm-hmm. it doesn't really matter it's just become ma- mandatory almost so like yeah, you, you yeah. like the Chris Bosh, like Chris Bosh would always get picked, even though he performed. Like Chris Bosh, mm-hmm. Garnett, like those names. Of, yeah, Tim you know? Duncan. Tim Duncan every year was an All Star. You get it? Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I think for me as well. Another thing as well, like I always bring this up on the show, is that the NBA are very smart in how they tap into markets. CP3. For those that don't know, isn't like a lot of commercials in American TV. Yeah. So not having him there in a way, you are losing out on the pull he can bring to the thing. Not that obviously you've got LeBron, but CP3 also has his fan base, which is quite big. Yeah. That they would want to have viewing the the, the All Star show. So, do you know what I mean that might be a commissioner's pick? <laughs> I mean, like yeah, CP3, yeah, what yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah, you know I mean, because that's what happened to him last year. He got um he got through off of the someone got injured and he got picked. He came in at the last minute. But then mm. it turned out that um if you remember, 
he ended up playing more than some of the other guys like Lowry, um, Ben Sim. I think he played. Yeah, he played more than Simmons. Yep. Like a lot of the younger guys. So. Yep. I'm not. I won't mm. be mad at it. Um. But yeah. So that's the All Star conversation, really. Um. And then what we went. What, what did we want to move on to next? I believe it was. So we was gonna. I think we. I think. Let's discuss the topic of Draymond Green and the treatment of of players. Okay. Um, did we cover this? We didn't cover this. No, we, we didn't. This. I, I think, think it came out. I think it came out the day we released it. That that statement. Yeah. So okay, let's let's go there. Let's go there because it ties into the Boogie Cousins conversation. And um, uh, you know, Draymond Green had an outburst, which I think he was absolutely one thousand percent spot on. Yeah. I don't think he missed the beat. Like, if for anyone that's yep. seen Super Hot Fire, he was <laughs> spitting. Like, that's how super hot he was. Um, and it was a conversation around the treatment of players from the the franchises and how they're not hold, held to the same standard that they want to hold players to in terms of loyalty and treatment. You know, players get to, don't get to, you know, kind of openly come out and say, hey, I want to be traded. Whereas the club, the the, the, um, the team itself, the franchise and organisations can come out, yeah, can come out and say, hey, by the way, you're not playing, we're not going to play you until we find you a trade partner. And also, you know, if we can't find a trade partner, we're going to buy you out. Yeah. You tell me what you think, and then I'll land. Um, I'm going to say that I think this is something that's across all sports. We've seen, I've seen this discussion in, in football, American football, um, not so much the individual sports, but across most team sports, you see that when the player or the individual wants to leave and decides to leave, he's usually deemed the bad guy. And um, he, it's a lot of the time, depending on who the player is himself and who that team is, sometimes the split is amicable. You'll get a, ty- you'll get a situation where um, a player will usually get sent somewhere he wants to go. So you've seen that where, like, um, even though AD and New Orleans, that's probably the most recent high-level one, he said he weren't going to go anywhere but the Lakers. Then, so the Lakers had to make the package, the correct package for New Orleans to accept, basically. But at the same time, Anthony Davis was used as the bad guy. We've seen again, obviously, James Harden wanted to move to um, Brooklyn Nets. Most recently. And he got the trace as well. He basically gave his list. And then um, Rocket said, you know what? You've given us a a good amount of time. We're going to do what we've got to do for you, innit? It don't really matter. The trade hall wasn't the greatest, but they gave him the trace. So I, I, I believe that sometimes, depending on the, the relationship between the, the owner and the player, sometimes it can be a nice, a nice and easy um, separation. But in the, in the sense, the way, but in the actual way, but Draymond was speaking, it's not really because we've seen with like, Usually it's, I would say, it's usually with older players or older players, bad eggs, like you see, quote-unquote bad eggs. Some players, they get put to the side, they're labelled, they're toxic, we don't want them. Like, you've seen with Melo, he basically missed over a year because one coach that said, for no reason, just said, you know, we're going to buy you out. He didn't do nothing wrong. He went there, they, they traded for him, though they... um. 
enticed him to come. But then five or six games in, it was like, oh, we don't want to play you no more. Um, here you go. You're, and then he was done for a year. Everyone telling him to retire. But luckily, Portland took him up. So I think sometimes the, the, a lot of the blame is on the ownership because they know the picture they're trying to paint. And I know what you're going to talk about next. So I'll, I'll leave the floor for you to discuss the Blake Griffin situation and the uh, the Andre Drummond situation. Mm. So go on. Yeah. So if for me, I think the question, the answer, the question is kind of has a twofold answer. I firstly think, as fans, even down to people like me and you who do podcasts, and you know we've all come out and said we're not super experts, but we're just passionate about the sport and we know what's right and we know what's wrong. I just believe that the loyalty shown from the the owners and the the um, franchises aren't you know is nowhere on par with the expectation the individual player is supposed to have, mm-hmm. which doesn't make no sense. You know, for example, you mentioned Blake Griffin. For example, uh, Blake Griffin. Forget his current situation. We'll go. We'll get to that. Yeah. But even take it back to LA Clippers where he signed a, a multi mill deal. They showed him um, his jersey and said we're going to retire you here, and then. Something led to another, and it was just after he hit game of the Rockets, and in five or four games, they traded him. Yeah. But it was like, okay, if Blake Griffin, who was on the free market, could have gone anywhere else, obviously, you're more, more than likely, he was going to sign that Supermax. That Supermax was a crazy deal. Yeah. Um, and you, you don't, like, I, I, when you're looking after yourself, which in which he did anyways, but at the same time, he was still loyal. Mm-hmm. Um. No, everyone applauded him. But had he had left and signed with a contender, yeah. Miami was sellout. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, I'm saying, the conversations around that move would have been very negative. Whereas the play, the how, like, why is it the institutions are allowed to kind of really openly discuss their business and mm-hmm. it makes headlines and they leak information when the player, if the player does that, even down to like, if we're talking more recent and more contemporary. James Harden situation, we laughed and we even said how, what he's doing is wrong. You know, the energy we had. But the thing is, my energy is consistent. The energy I gave for Harden, even though I felt like the time was right, for me, Harden was just as much of the problem as the organisation in that yeah. situation because he was given the tools. You had Jeremy Lin. From Jeremy Lin, then you had Howard. From Howard, you had CP3. From CP3, you had Russell Westbrook. You was given everything you needed to win. So, in the Rockets' behalf, you done everything. they done everything they, won, they, they were needed to do. However... The way he left, didn't respect it. But at the same time, I can understand it. You feel like your time is done and you want to leave. But he was a villain. He was a, he was a complete supervillain for the whole opening, you know, uh, credits of the, um, this season's NBA. And then, you know, I feel like if, if, that's, if that's the energy that they're going to kind of put towards it, then we need to start pointing the same fingers that we are at players, at organisations. Yeah. You know, even even for those that kind of watch basketball, watch football, even look at something similar in football, when Rooney was planning to go to Manchester City, fans went to his house. They went outside his house and said, yeah, you're going to City, yeah, you're going to City. <laughs> and what ended up happening, he signed a new contract. But I'm saying all of that to say this, that we need to start holding organisations to the same standard we expect the players to be loyal. They have just as much um, um, need to be loyal to the players. It's not right, and we're seeing a trend. So, again, to centre the argument and to go to full circles, Draymond Green, Draymond, Draymond Green was um, <laughs> um, expressing his discontent with the um, um, treatment of Andre Drummond and Blake Griffin. Yeah. You know? 
And I, I don't think it's right. Don't get me wrong. Like, you know, Skip was saying another day, oh, well, yeah, Andre, um, Andre Drummond's made 163 million. That's not the point. Why can't the man be given the point, to, given at least the decency to play 10 minutes? You know, why should, have, why should Harrison Barnes find out on the bench at halftime that he's traded? That's disrespectful. Yeah. Because Bogey, if it was if at halftime, yeah. just what I'm saying, can you imagine our conversations in our group chat if during halftime in a game, um, Blake Griffin tweets, by the way, y'all, I'm being, tra- I'm, I'm tra- I'm st- I can't wait for my new start in the Phoenix Suns. Mm. Everyone will be like, what? Oh my God. Da, 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 da. Everyone will say it's disrespectful. What type? To, to be fair, after that run in Phoenix, if anything goes wrong in Phoenix and he was to get bought out or get traded or whatever, and, or get injured, he will be frozen out of the league because there will be no owner that will take it. And owners do that for each other. They actually go to bat for each other, which is why Melo wasn't allowed. Why Melo was out of the league at the time. It's a cartel. You usually find that there's certain teams, like for example, they used to say, remember with Kawhi as well, the Kawhi situation, that that, yeah. that nearly went bad. But because he ended up winning, it kind it of did like, go bad. No, but I'm saying it, it erased all the bad. Do you understand? His name got cleared yeah. because he ended up going to the team and winning, innit? Mm. So, but if he had just mm. gone and still nothing had happened on, on, after he left, he still yeah. would have been that guy, innit? Oh, yeah. he, he quit on them, basically. But yeah, no, this, I agree mm. with everything you said, man. They have there has to be a balance between um mm. the, between the two uh between the, the owners and the players. That whole mm. I don't know the only way you can do it is if mm. there's a no trade clause, isn't it? That's the only way you can do it. If you're being Well, honest. I think it's also down to how it's reported, bro. I think it goes down to how it's reported. Yeah, I think but- Personalities like me and yourself, we yeah. have to start pushing. We have to hold everyone accountable. We have to point. We have to go off on everyone. If we're going to go off on Kyrie or Harden or or, or um, um, Bill Simmons, whatever, like you, yeah. Bill Simmons, but you got to kind of yeah. have that energy for everyone. You need you got to do the same job. Go on, sorry, I cut you off. What were you going to say? No, I was going to say no. What you're saying is right. Like um, there has to be some mm. kind of, some kind of accountability, equality in accountability. On both sides, but at the end of the day, you know where it is. Mm. Um, especially in this era, everything's breaking news, isn't it? Everybody's got the scoop. Um, a lot of the times, it's the GMs who mm. really just don't care. Every remember, every team has their own um, news network as well, so it's kind of hard mm. to keep keep things wrapped mm. up in it. Um, but just going off mm. of Boogie because um, Houston are going to buy out Boogie. Um, where do you think he should go? Mm. Lakers. I think he was unlucky last year to not actually heal and get fit in time because he would have had a ring. I think, I, think he, I think he got one. Lakers having... I don't think he played enough games. You've got to play a certain amount of games, no? I think, I think if, as, long as, you're, as long as you're there, I think... I think, yeah, as long as you're registered, you don't actually have to have played a game. I was looking up. I was doing some research, and I, on his nineteen twenty season, you don't say anything. He's not registered. Okay, they don't say any teams. So that's neither here or there. But yeah, I think Lakers take him. I think in a playoff situation, Boogie's. If I pray he stays healthy, I think he can be very useful because when it's the second unit and he's running with shoulder, they can do business. They can get to work. Um, he's getting 
good rebounds. He's actually getting points. He's not, I mean, he's averaging nine points this season, but I think with LeBron and AD, he can easily start to average at least 12, 15 points. Personally, I would get Boogie and I would get rid of Messi Matthews ASAP. <laughs> they're paying him to shoot and he's not being a shooter right now. I think his, day, his best days are behind him. Um, Boogie can shoot threes. Um, whether, he's not a sniper like Wesley's supposed to be. But at the same time, I don't see the value in his contract right now when the very thing you're paid to do is make shots and you're not making shots. What do you think about them having too many bigs, though? Because they've got already got Harrell. Oh, they've got Gasol, yeah, yeah, and yeah. And Gasol, yeah. do you get what I'm saying? And LeBron technically, and they've got AD. So remember, they've got three. Whether AD is injured for the whole season, it's probably going to be a, a, sh- a short-term injury, but that's a lot mm-hmm. of bigs. That's four. You're talking about four bigs. So wait, go run it with me again, Gasol. Harrell. I don't count AD because AD can play P- P- power forward. Yeah, so if you want to do centers, um, Gussel, Harrell, and then potentially Boogie, where where does he fit in there? Oh yeah, that's too that's too much. I still think they 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 go for it because Montrezl Harrell is actually a scorer. Um, and think about- by getting Boogie now, I think you can allow AD to rest for a, a prolonged time and just save him to the playoffs because in the playoffs and play him in the last stretch of the season, ready for the playoffs. Montel can grow and develop. Um, um, Mark Gasol, as you can see, he's not going to give you ultimate championship production. Mm. Um, I think, I think with Boogie, you can kind of because Mark so that Mark was like what 35, 34, probably thirty six, if I'm not mistaken. And I think with Boogie, your rotation can actually be a, a lot more sound. And I, I like the fact that they have the ability to chop and change their front line. Their front line couldn't be strong in the second unit and the first unit with whatever pairing they go with. So, what do you think again? About, and easily, LeBron could move into shooting guard. Gone. Sorry. I'm gonna say, what do you think about him going to? I'm gonna give you a few East teams. Celtics for one. Mm. Can work there. Can work there because uh, Celtics is a system team. Tristan, they got he's Tristan definitely Tom- better, better. Do you think he's better than Thompson? Tristan Thompson. Not. Not as a rebound. What Tristan Thompson does. Yeah, not not he's not better than Tristan at what Tristan does. Tristan's a hard uh, blue collar player, so definitely like the rebound can defend. <laughs> Last year he started hitting freeze, but he <laughs> can get you second chance points. He does all the dirty stuff. He can set good screens. Um, at the same time, like I think for um, you, you just have to go back to Al Holford and the coach in coaching man that Brad Stevens is, I think he gets Boogie in the right spots to get hot and eat, basically, you know? What about, um, um, alright, so, the most obvious one, because they're looking for, they're looking for height, really, they're looking for any powerful mm. slash centre, is the Nets. Mm. But obviously, mm. there's a tension for Harden, what we spoke about earlier, him leaving a bit. From the Rockets, yeah. yeah do you yeah, think yeah. tension aside? Do you think they can make a deal happen? Because I think if they can get a deal, make a deal happen, then they get a natural center. Then the team balances out a bit better in it. So then you'd have the lineup wouldn't be so small. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, I think Boogie can keep it real. 
I think he he's professional enough. I would say to tell Harden and shake your face. What you did was some you, that was some punk shit. Mm-hmm. Um, excuse my French. Um, sorry, for the <laughs> sponsors. Um, and and keep it moving because there's a potential to win a ring there. You know, um, if they all stay healthy with Boogie Cousins, because DeAndre Jordan definitely be maybe not definitely, but one of, it'll be chopping. Um, touch and go with who starts but I think that's a nice little team there you've got Boogie you've got KD Kyrie and Harden that's a good little team like in the starting five and KD and him that's played together team. already remember they've got history they, all of them are played together from Team USA and then some of them mm. are played together at the uh, the Warriors yeah yeah so, yes yes, yes there is chemistry so, there is chemistry Mm. But obviously, there's the whole I'm not feeling hardened thing. Do you get? It? Yeah, and um, so I personally think it's a good fit. It can work. Uh, I don't see why not if you're the Nets. Okay. Um, I think we've got a few minutes left. You want to hit me up with the the shot clock? Yeah. Do you know what? I'm going to hit you up with two. Uh, I've been creative. I've been in my content bag recently. Yeah. So. I'm, I've got this new thing called one minute possession. Yeah, we know we, we know that possessions in the shot clock is usually 24 seconds. 24 seconds. But I'm going to give you one minute possession. So I'm going to time you for a minute and I'm going to give you a topic and I want you to kind of give me your thoughts around the topic. Okay. Is that clear? Yeah. All right, cool. Give me, a, give me a sec. So this is one minute possessions. With now at the mic. We're going to go get the clock up on this one-minute possession. So the question, I'm going to give you the question. I want you to pick your MVP for the season so far mm-hmm. and give your case as to why you think they're the MVP this season. Ready, steady, possession's yours. All right, so I'm going with Joel Embiid. I think I've mentioned it a few times. I think he's the best player in the East right now. He's dominating. For once, he seems like he's completely dominating. Um, he's putting up mad numbers. I think he put up 50 this week already, or last week, I should say. He's beaten, he beat uh, the Lakers the other day, so Philly can do it. Um, I don't think there's a better centre right now than him, overall. Um, Philly look like, for this season, it's going to be the season, but they probably get to the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, so, across... The front court, he hasn't really got no challengers. His usual challenger is probably going to be Janice, but Embiid's doing better than him. Then in the West Coast, you've got Jokic, um, probably LeBron for his other MVP rivals. And I believe that he's having a better overall season. Possession up, possession up, possession <laughs> up, possession up. Well, thank you for your insights. And now we're going to transfer, transfer to the... 24 second shot clock. Where quick fire round. I need you to just kind of empty your clips, empty your clips, empty your clips. No long. Okay, you ready? Yeah, go on. Bradley Bill or Zach Levine? Bradley Bill. Jokic or Embiid? Embiid. Harry or Harden? Harry. Allen Iverson or Curry? Alan Iverson. Ooh, I really want to ask you why, but we'll save that to your um, one-minute prison. Shot clock up. Hey, you performed well. Yeah, you I was performed shot, well. Man. Come on, B. I'm a sniper. Yeah, yeah performed well. 
perform though. I'm happy with your one minute possession. Um, I think if I'm just going to chime in quickly before we wrap up, I think my MVP is a toss up between. I think Curry would have it sealed if their record was a lot better. Yeah. Um, because he's bulled out. He's bulled out crazy this year. Um, he's looked like. I think uh, I'm following this account where they've consistently compared his unanimous MVP season to this season. And it's a few numbers shy here and there. Like, I'm talking points, not even like one. If Curry's numbers were better in terms of the team performance, I think he would be true. But I'm going to go with, um, I think LeBron's kind of falling down the pecking order because without AD. Yeah, um, he looks gassed yeah, yeah, yeah. Without he's having to do too much with too little, basically. But without ADs, if he goes on a six-game streak or five-game streak, it kind of stakes his claim as to him being the most valuable player. So I've answered it a bit different from you. I've kind of said two players that should be there, but they're not there right now, okay. and that's the show, guys. Thank you. All right. So you know us, Pick Up Game Pod UK on Twitter, on IG, on YouTube, Pick Up Game Podcast UK. Um, my Twitter, N1Santana. Case, at your convenience. Yes, sir. And on IG, on <laughs> <laughs> <an> IG, NBA. <laughs> um, and you can find us on anywhere about streams podcasts. We'll see you guys soon.